0: Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, it's really great to have you. And if you've been here before, really excited to have you back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we teach people how to become lean communicators. Less is more. Today, we're going to talk about batching. It's a unique term from the computer processing industry. It's not a complicated concept, but a conscious habit that I want you to form. Batching, B-A-T-C-H-I-N-G. Why am I talking about batching and computer processing? Well, way back in the day, uh, when mainframe and larger computers, as I understand them, um, had to do uh, lots of process, like credit card transactions and things like that. Instead of doing one at a time, they would do them all at night. So they would use this computing processing power to batch lots of files or process lots of files. Like think of bank reconciliations or um, lots of data that they were using the computer process to do all of these processes at the same time. So you would hear this back in the day, like, well, we don't have your file updated because that file hasn't been batched yet. That's going to be an overnight process or whatever it might have been. So it's a computer term, it might be used for other things, but I'm going to kind of coin it as a term that you can use for your daily lives because when we're working, um, we want to find opportunities to avoid constant interruptions and help others focus. It's a term that I've used before, focus management or FM, kind of focus, managing the focus of others. Well, if you're working um, and people are constantly interrupting you, it takes a long time to warm back up once you've been interrupted to go back to what you were doing. So my promise here is I'm going to focus on five tips in less than 15 minutes. Um, Why am I doing this? Well, I I feel like um, in a lot of work environments, we talked about, in previous podcasts, like an open f- floor plan, and there's all these interruptions, and they're constantly coming at us. And how do we stay focused on a task? Um, there, it's hard. It's 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 really hard. So I've heard a number of people share with me one of their takeaways from reading the book and taking our courses at the Brief Lab that they they started a new practice where they update people once in the morning and once in the afternoon, kind of an AM and a PM practice. And I, it's, I've heard this a number of times. And recently, as recently as a few weeks ago, somebody told me that they were doing this and I thought, you know what, I I need to do a podcast on this. And I thought about what they're doing. And it's like batching. They're batching everything together in, in, in in kind of bundles in their updates and bundles in those conversations and bundles. So we're going to talk about how to do that today. Um, I'd like you to think about a couple of podcasts that I have done to re-listen to them. If you haven't listened to them, I encourage you to listen to them that would be related to this topic. One is a podcast that I did, number 49, about saying no, because an important part of this is you're going to feel compelled to like, hey, I got something really quick. I just want to go to my boss or my coworker or my colleague, and I'm just going to give them one at a time um, to to get used to saying no. Maybe I I need to hold all those for one bundle of many things. So you, you need to practice um, saying no more often. That's podcast number 49. And another, the other one, which may seem to contradict, which is uh, called Lazy Man's Load, and it's podcast number 75. And in that podcast, I really talk about the importance of one thing at a time. Don't try to carry everything at once. This seems to contradict it, but it doesn't, and I'll explain why later. Um, so today we're going to talk about how to help people avoid the constant sort of one-off interruptions during the day and helping them focus. Okay, who who's who should do this? Well, basically, anybody who has to keep somebody in the loop, somebody informed. So it could be your boss, it could be your coworker, it could be your client. But you would one a person that you you would have to be carrying a lot of news or or tidbits of information. Um, the risk here is if we don't practice this and make this a conscious habit, is that if we just interrupt a person with one thing. Research tells it takes 10 to 20 minutes for that person's brain to warm back up. Okay. Imagine like if you, on a really cold day, if you open the door real quick and a flush of cold air came in and then you left it open for a while and then you close it again, it's going to take the house while to warm back up. Same thing. If it's really hot outside, you open the door, you got an air conditioning going, it's going to take a time to cool down again. So there is a risk here if we do, if we, if we don't do this, that, um, we're going to make it harder for people to regain the focus that they've lost by the interruption. So how do you do this? How do you tackle this? First off, um, emails. So when you send a person an email, uh, the tendency is to send them a lot of things in one email because you think that's a good opportunity for batching, and, it's, and it may not be. My recommendation is only send an email one topic at a time if there's a specific call to action. What drives me crazy is if I get an email it has got five or six things and they each have a call to action because it requires my brain to stop what I'm doing and then focus on each topic separately and each call to action. So it's very difficult. And I tell people, if you have emails like that, it's better to send them one at a time. That said, when you send an email, it's, it's perfectly okay to batch them into a number of bullet points if the majority of them are just for my information or for your information. So you're just giving an update. And then the subject line could be update, you know, multiple project updates, whatever the subject line might be. So for emails, only for those ones that are just strictly FYI, if it's a call to action one at a time. Okay, second thing, list things in sequence when you give people updates, starting with the most important and then going to the least important and tell people this. Well, why would you do that? It helps me focus. So if I'm focusing and if I get interrupted in that, in that update that you're giving me, Starting with the most important thing to the least, it allows my brain energy to really um, lock in to, to, to the most important thing first. Always a good practice to do is to list things in sequence. Um, the third thing is flag the the list. How many things are in your list? Like I said, I got five things in this podcast today. List them. All right. Hey, boss, I got, I got a, an update for you on the project. I got four things to talk about. Let's start with the most important thing. OK, so you list them. Why do you do that? People love lists and it helps me focus even more because I, it's kind of like the chapters of a book, right? You know the numbers and you can, you, can, you can follow how people are making their way through the update, through their batch. OK, fourth item, state your intent up front. In this update, all of the items are just for your information. For, for this update, some of them are FYI and some of them are for your feedback. And then none of them are for your action or your decisions. There's typically three points of intention. I'm giving you the update for your information, FYI. I'm just kind of coining these terms, FYI, of course, you've heard that one. For your feedback, FYF. <laughs> and it's for your action or for your decision, FYA. So tell your intention up front for each one. Okay, so the first item, this is just for your information. Boom. Um, we are late on the project, but I've got my hands on a solution. Great. Second item, this is for your feedback. I'd like to know what you think. Okay. Um, I have a person that is causing me some issues and I want to know if you think I should talk to them or if I should just let it rest. So I'm looking for feedback or, hey, this is a thing for your, for your action. I need you to do something or decide something. So telling your intent up front really powerful, helps me listen even better. Again, you're always doing this because you're trying to help people focus. Um, the practice of focus management is you're doing things differently. You're making this batching um, it's not, again. It's not a complicated concept, but it's a it's a conscious habit I want you to have to make it easier for the people around you to focus more. So you have an influence on their on improving their focus. Okay. And the last thing, number five, is knowing how much time you're going to take. State that up front. Okay. So we've. This is going to be a ten-minute update or a fifteen-minute update. Tell me if it's just going to be five. Make it five. It's we we did this a podcast on time stamping, letting me know upfront what my commitment of attention is. Remember, attention is not an infinite resource. It's it can be depleted. It's there's a lot of things competing for our attention. Telling people upfront how much time it's going to take is incredibly powerful because when you when you're when somebody's saying, hey, I've got to give you an update, it's going to be for 10 minutes and I've got three things to talk about, you you can already hear and see how you can lock in on that conversation, okay? So those are the five things I wanna talk about, okay? All right, batching, again, it's not a complicated idea, complicated uh, concept, but it's something that I want you to have a conscious habit to do when you're engaging people, updating people, conversing with people, okay? Sending emails to people. Batch and put them together, um, but do it with intention, right? So make each, the point here is make each interaction with somebody much more intentional, okay? With that, it'll improve the relationship, it'll help people make better decisions, it'll lead to more clear understanding, more consistent understanding, um, less rework, um, conversations that don't meander and go down rabbit holes, improved focus clearly. In tighter exchanges, these exchanges will really be much more intentional, um, much more purposeful when you do that. So that's it. I've batched five tips for you in less than 15 minutes, as promised. Just saying.